Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison. Today is Wednesday, and we're in the second week of Lent, day 13 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we no longer know him in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Look, new things have come into being. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal to us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made the one who knew no sin to be sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In our own lives, we have come to learn that there is a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Now, you cannot have a reconciliation without forgiveness, but it is possible to forgive and remain unreconciled. We can forgive someone for something that they have done to us or against us. We can express our feelings. We can express and tell the story of our pain and our offense. And then we can let go of those feelings of anger, of disappointment, of resentment, of being trespassed against we can heal, then, from the hurt and the harm that others have inflicted on us, 
And we can do all of this, and still the relationship between us can remain severed. We can do all of this for our own healing, but we have the relationship still broken. Maybe because the other person fails to acknowledge the offense and rejects our forgiveness, or maybe the other person acknowledged their offense, accepts our offer of forgiveness, and chooses to break from us nonetheless. And maybe the damage is just so great to the relationship that even after forgiveness and healing, both of us simply choose to move on. When we hear the announcement that God has forgiven all of our sins, we are hearing the good news that God has done for us all that is included in forgiveness. That God has reached out to tell us what has gone wrong, even while God has not counted that offense against us. God has let go of God's anger. God has reached out to heal the harm that has been done to to, to bridge the gap between us. And, and more than all of this, God seeks to move from this forgiveness and healing to a complete reconciliation, restoration, and renewal of the relationship between us as human beings and our Creator God. God has done all of this for us in Jesus Christ, who died for our sins and who was raised for our justification. In Christ, our sins are forgiven, and we hear the good news that we have peace with God. In Christ, we are a new creation, a new human being, being made right and in perfect fellowship with God in the Holy Spirit. The old human being dies with Christ on the cross. The new human being is raised to new life in Christ by his resurrection from the dead. And all of this is ours as God's gracious gift in claiming us in baptism. Because of this, Paul writes, we have also to be reconciled to each other. The dividing lines and barriers and distinctions that have separated the old humanity have now been taken away. And a new humanity, now united in Christ, that is, in love for God and now in love for each other, in love for neighbor, <coughs> has a new merged from God's new creation. This is Christ's church. We are gathered into one in Christ, in Christ's church, reconciled to God and joined to one another. And together we have been given a mission to share this good news by announcing God's forgiveness in Christ, that is, the Word, and by participating in the love and unity being made visible by our life together in Christ's church, our deeds. Last week, our midweek Lenten gathering had us consider the grace of God that we receive when we hear that all of our sins are forgiven for the sake of Jesus Christ. And since we have been so generously forgiven, we are to make forgiveness our habit by forgiving our neighbors, by forgiving those who are around us. Tonight, when we gather, we will talk about sacrifice, particularly what Christ has sacrificed for us to reconcile us to God. It seems that sacrifice and reconciliation are connected in some way. If we are to be reconciled, something has to be given 
us, or something has to be given up. Something has to be put to death, so to speak. What needs to die in us? The way we regard each other from a human point of view. Our prejudice, our contempt, our judgment, our anger, our hatred, our pride, whatever form that pride might take, and all this and whatever else divides us one from another in this world. These, these we are asked to give up, to sacrifice and lent, and to never take them up again, but in their place, take up the unending love of God in Christ. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing, and forgiveness, for the gift of relationships with each other, and for the communion of faith within your holy church. For who else, for what else are we grateful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for the sick and suffering in body, mind, and spirit, for the mourning, for the grieving, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else, do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, 
so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy. In Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen.